Hello and welcome to the Buck Chicks and Panic Picks Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host and league commissioner, Brendan Dyer. On today's episode, we are going to review the week's transactions, preview the week two matchups, and update the commissioner power rankings. But to start off the show, we need to talk about week one of the NFL, week one of the Buff Chicks Panic Picks Fantasy Football League. And how better to start than to remind everybody why we do not have kickers in this league. What a wild week for NFL kickers. Missing game tying, game winning, field goals in regulation, missing extra points, overtime, missing game winning field goals. Just a wild week, and that is exactly why kickers do not belong in leagues and why the Buff Chicks League does not have kickers. Let's start off the week one review with the Don versus STST. ESPN originally projecting a four-point victory for the Don. He comes away with the victory, but not by four points, by 74 points. A great victory here for Joey. His team, led by Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, A.J. Brown, and Travis Kelsey, all scoring more than 20 points, and actually summing all of their point totals for this past week for those four players, 116 points for them, outscoring Sam's entire team by 12. Four players outscoring Sam's team. Unfortunate there for Sam, but great for Joey. After the podcast, Joey actually took some commissioner advice. He moved in Miles Sanders and took out Josh Jacobs. Wouldn't have mattered in the long run there, but you know what? I got to give the commissioner a little pat on the back there for that recommendation. Let's go. Sam, unfortunately, only had one player surpassing 20 fantasy points, and that was Stephon Diggs on Thursday night. He looked excellent. I definitely expect more of that kind of production going forward. Sam did have James Robinson on his bench, who scored 21 points. I probably would have done the same thing, leaving him there on the bench, coming off that Achilles injury. Not many running backs, Cam Makers, can recover from something like that. Bench is where I would have put him. A little unfortunate there for Sam, but it would not have mattered uh, regardless. And lastly, the commish was correct in his prediction in last week's podcast of Joey coming away with the victory. Moving on to when, where, why, what's on trial and Chandler taking on another one bites the dust in Troy. ESPN originally having Chandler by eight points. He actually wins by 15 a uh, respectable margin there. Chandler's team led by Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley. Welcome back to Saquon Barkley. What a showing for him. And finally, Justin Jefferson. Absolute steal for Chandler. Getting a guy who scores 41 points in week one. Getting him at the number 10 pick. Good for him. Troy, led by Joe Burrow, another one following maybe the commissioner's advice question that I would uh, I'd play Joe Burrow over Tom Brady this week. He took it. Uh, Joe Burrow scored 10 more points, actually 13 more points than Tom Brady. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get him the victory here, but solid choice there. Joe Burrow uh, didn't really start off the game too hot, three interceptions, but boy, did he make up for it, finishing with 25 points there. Lastly, the commissioner did predict this outcome correctly. Moving on to the commissioner taking on Mac Daddy, a unfortunate lineup 
this week for the commissioner just did not perform very well. Only had one player surpass 20 points, and that was Russell Wilson on Monday night. A lot of, a lot of low scores here, finishing with 99 total points. ESPN originally had Hannah by five points. She finishes with a victory of 24 points. Hannah's team led by Jalen Hurts and Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I really liked what I saw out of Amon Ross St. Brown for Detroit. Just seemed like he was being targeted all over the place. I, I really think he's going to be a productive wide receiver here for Hannah throughout the season. And finally, the commissioner did predict the loss for the commissioner here going 3-0 so far this week. Moving on, we have a nail-biter game occurring on Sunday night football. We had I Only Take L's and Derek taking on. This really is Kayla ESPN having Kayla by four points originally, finishing with Kayla winning by point four points. Incredible. Very unfortunate for Derek, but you know those those games are always fun when you have two players on either team going up against each other. Derek had the Buccaneers defense, and Kayla had the Cowboys defense, both playing each other. Obviously, one defense played much better than the other. Kayla going into Sunday Night Football with the lead. Kayla just needing the Buccaneers to score less than 12 points more than the Cowboys defense they finish with an 11 point differential to seal Kayla the victory there Kayla's team led by Kyler Murray with 24 points and Antonio Gibson with surprise 21 points I was really curious to see how Gibson would be utilized with uh, Robinson being out and on IR they had JD McKissick there in the backfield I thought he was gonna get the bulk of the work Um, apparently it was Antonio Gibson uh, so good for her, keeping him in the lineup there. Derek's team led by Lamar Jackson, Kareem Hunt, and as stated, the Bucks defense, finishing with 15 points. Solid production there from a defense special teams. And unfortunately, getting the first incorrect prediction from the commissioner, I originally took Derek with the upset victory. Kayla did seal the deal on this one. Commissioner 3-1 and one so far this week. And lastly... The blowout of the week. Nick just putting the commissioner in a body bag after making him the last place team in the power rankings. Boy, is he going to, speaking of sky is the limit. Yes, sir, in the power rankings, sky is the limit for him. He's going to move on up there. Nick's team led by Patrick Mahomes, Cordero Patterson, Cooper Cup, Devonta Adams, Michael Pittman, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Jake's team, led by DeAndre Swift, with a great performance of 30 fantasy points. ESPN originally having Nick by 11 points. I thought this was going to be really close. Nick ending up with the victory by 126 points. Great on Nick. Just that differential alone would have beaten five other teams. Just in point differential. Incredible performance there from Nick. And yes, the commissioner was correct in his pick there, finishing this week 4-1 and one on matchup predictions. Moving on now, we have the week one transactions, starting with the commissioner moving Brian Robinson, who was 
given the IR designation on ESPN that allowed me to move him to my IR slot. And in return, I decided to pick up his replacement, or so I thought his replacement was, J.D. McKissick on the Washington Commanders in the running back there. I surely thought that Gibson was going to be a special teamer, as per reports, this offseason, and it'd be J.D. McKissick's job with Robinson on IR, but that certainly was not the case. So I immediately dropped him following this week's games and picked up San Francisco running back Jeff Wilson, who should be primed to take the lead back role there with Elijah Mitchell, unfortunately going on IR. And lastly, the commissioner picked up Julio Jones, wide receiver for the Buccaneers, and dropped Kenny Walker with the Chris Godwin injury. And watching the Sunday night football game with my own eyes, Julio Jones still has it, or so I believe. Hopefully he can keep that up going into the weeks ahead. Uh, as soon as Godwin is back to full power, I imagine Julio Jones can be right back on the waiver wire. Moving on to Sam's STST, picking up Carson Wentz off the great performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe he had four touchdowns. Really good to see from him. He really hasn't had a standout performance since really his MVP season with the Eagles, where he unfortunately got injured there with the torn ECL. Really glad to see Wentz, at least for the first week here, getting it back together. Sam dropping Raheem Mostert, Miami running back, to get Wentz. Still believing that he needs to do some roster work, even though he scored over 200 points this past week. He picks up Curtis Samuel, who is the running back wide receiver gadget player for the Commanders, and dropped his namesake, Sky Moore. Oh, don't tell me that isn't true. Sky is the limit, dropping Sky more. Come on, Nick. Lastly, Nick goes ahead and picks up the handcuff to David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Chicago running back, and dropping Isaiah Pacheco, who seems to be the third guy up for the Chiefs there in the running back room. The Don making a move this week, adding Rex Burkhead, who seems to be the starter there in Houston for the running backs. And this is due to him moving, unfortunately, Elijah Mitchell to IR, who seems to be out for the foreseeable future. And the last transaction of the week, it is when, where, why, what's on trial, picking up the Rams defense, who's playing the Falcons this week, and drop the Eagles defense, who's, who played Minnesota. I do think the Eagles defense is pretty good, but I think Chandler made the right move here. Eagles against Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings did some work against the Packers this past week. I imagine the Eagles are in for the same. Rams playing the Falcons, a, a great positive matchup for opposing defenses, especially the Rams having the defense that they have. And, of course, they are hungry after the home opener loss to the Bills. Good pickup here for Chandler. Heading into the Week 2 preview, we are starting with when, where, why, what's on trial, taking on the commissioner, ESPN has this at a 148 to 136 victory for Chandler. Chandler going with the quarterback Josh Allen against the Titans. Commissioner going with Russell Wilson against Houston. Going to give the nod. I think it's going to be this way every single week until Josh Allen might play Patrick Mahomes. Not sure the schedule here, but Josh Allen, if he's in the lineup, he has the advantage over every quarterback in the league. Of course, the nod here going to Josh Allen. 
in the running back room. Chandler going with Joe Mixon against Dallas and Saquon Barkley against the Panthers. Commissioner going Alvin Kamara, who has a, a rib injury, I guess, did not have a very good performance last week. And Delvin Cook playing the Eagles also didn't have a very good week last week. I am certainly nervous with these two running backs. and That's a big reason why I picked up Jeff Wilson off the waiver wire. Going to give the nod here to both of Chandler's running backs this week. In the wide receiver room, Chandler going with Justin Jefferson against the Eagles and Jalen Waddle against the Ravens. The commissioner going CeeDee Lamb against the Bengals and Gabe Davis against the Titans. Really excited for Gabe Davis to see what he can do in this game. He came through for me last week. Wasn't enough to get the victory or wasn't even enough to get me 100 points on the week. Of course, Chandler having the steal the draft, Justin Jefferson over there giving both wide receivers here advantage Chandler. At the wide receiver tight end position, Chandler looks like he's going to try again with Allen Robinson, a very disappointing week last week. I do think this can be a bounce back week for him against Atlanta. The commissioner going with Cortland Sutton against the Houston Texans. I'm going to give the nod here to Cortland Sutton against the Texans. At tight end, Chandler going TJ Hawkinson against the Commanders. Commissioner going Kyle Pitts against the Rams. I'm going to give the nod here to Kyle Pitts. I think the Rams are going to be ahead in this game. There's going to be a lot of passing. Kyle Pitts, not a great performance last week either, but I think he's going to have a bounce back week here. In the flex position, Chandler going Michael Carter against the Browns. Commissioner Adam Thielen against the Eagles. Going to give the nod here to Adam Thielen against the Eagles. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Justin Jefferson on the other side, of course, is going to get it done, but I think there's going to be some leftovers here for Adam Thielen. And lastly, the defenses. Chandler going with the Rams defense against Atlanta. Commissioner going 49ers against Seattle. Going to give the nod here to the Rams defense on Chandler's team. ESPN has a 12-point victory to Predicted for Chandler, I am also going to side with this. Commissioner starting the season 0-2. Moving on to our next matchup, the Don. Joey taking on I Only Take L's. Derek, ESPN has the Don. 153 to 130 victory for the Don here. Starting with the quarterback position, Joey going Justin Herbert against the Chiefs. Going to be a shootout matchup there. Derek going with Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins. Of course, going to side with Justin Herbert here. Had a decent week last week. Probably not too, too happy, but Joey didn't need the extra points anyway. He still won. This week, I think he's going to come through. I'm predicting more than 30 points here for Justin Herbert. At the running back position, Jonathan Taylor facing the Jaguars for Joey and Miles Sanders facing the Vikings. Derek on with Derek Henry against the Bills. Tough matchup there. And Devin Singletary against the Titans. Going to give both nods here to Joey in this matchup. At wide receiver, Joey's got A.J. Brown. Very encouraged to see A.J. Brown's performance in week one against the Lions. A.J. Brown, of course, really underutilized for the Titans. I mean, having a running back like Derek Henry has certainly opened up the wide receiver position in Tennessee, A.J. Brown got his, but you you just felt like he was being held back. He is clearly the number one target for Jalen Hurts in the Philadelphia offense. Really great to see that there. 
Secondly, Joey's got Mike Evans against New Orleans. Derek going with Tyreek Hill against the Ravens and Brandon Ayuk against Seattle Seahawks. Going to go with a split decision here with one nod going to A.J. Brown on Joey's side and another nod going to Brandon Ayuk on Derek's side. And that is due to the matchup projected for Mike Evans. Mike Evans is constantly shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore on the Saints. And so far, Lattimore has his number. I think in their last four or five matchups, I think Mike Evans only has one touchdown reception. Lattimore, they, they're always chirping. They're always getting each other's head. And so far, Lattimore has his number. And this is also in New Orleans coming off of that big victory in Atlanta last week. At the wide receiver tight end position, Joey going with Christian Kirk with a great breakout week. I was really excited to see that happen. He's clearly the number one target here for Lawrence. He does face the Colts, which is a little bit of a tough matchup. Of course, the Colts played the Texans last week, so it's kind of hard telling how legit they truly are. And, of course, it's week one as well, so a lot of funky things happen. Uh, Christian Kirk going up against the Colts for Joey. Hunter Renfro starting for Derek. He takes on the Cardinals. I am going to give the nod here to Hunter Renfro. The Cardinals defense just looked horrendous. Mahomes was spraying the ball around every which way last week against the Cardinals. Their secondary is just non-existent. Going to give Hunter Renfro the nod here. At tight end, Joey going with Travis Kelsey, of course, against the Chargers. And Derek going Mark Andrews against Miami. This is a super exciting matchup here. The number one tight end against number two tight end. With the shootout projected in Los Angeles, the Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I am going to give the slight nod here to Travis Kelsey. But I think both are going to be super productive this week. At the flex position, Joey going with Josh Jacobs against the Cardinals. And Derek going Kareem Hunt against the Jets. I am going to give the nod here to Kareem Hunt. He looked spectacular last week against the Panthers. He looked explosive. He's a great compliment to Nick Chubb. And, of course, it's the Jets. Going to give the nod here to Kareem Hunt. And finally, the defense special teams. Joey rolling with the Packers against the Bears. Derek going with the Buccaneers against New Orleans. Going to give the nod here. This is going to be a, a close matchup as well, but still going to give the nod here to the Buccaneers. Really nervous about what the New Orleans offense showed in the first three and a half periods of week one. And, our, and the Saints offensive line is horrendous. Buccaneers defensive line is going to have their way, just like they had their way last week against the Cowboys defense. Nod here going to Derek. ESPN has the Dawn with a 23-point victory, and I am riding on that side, Joey, to win this game. Next up, we have Sam's STST against Sky's the Limit and Nick. ESPN has STST 136, Sky's the Limit 141, a victory there for Nick, projected by ESPN. At the quarterback position, Sam Thomas going with Carson Wentz at quarterback against Detroit, picking him right up off the waiver wire, immediately putting into his lineup. I love it. Nick going with Patrick Mahomes against the Chargers. Unfortunately, that is a tough matchup there for Sam. The shootout nature is projected to be in Los Angeles. Patrick Mahomes coming off a five-touchdown game. I imagine he's going to have around four or five this game as well, not going to Mahomes. 
at running back. Sam going with James Conner against the Raiders and James Robinson against the Colts. Really happy for James Robinson coming off that Achilles injury. A lot of running backs, especially coming off Achilles tears, have not performed very well. A la Kim, Akers, etc. They never come back 100% or even really close to 100%. So really excited to see what James Robinson brought last week. Nick going with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire against the Chargers and Cordero Patterson against the Rams. I am going to give both running backs here to Sam. A wide receiver, Sam going Stephon Diggs against the Titans and Hollywood Brown against the Raiders. Nick going with Cooper Cup against Atlanta and Devonta Adams against Cardinals. Going to, of course, give the nod here to Nick. This might be the best wide receiver, wide receiver duo in the league here for Nick. It's going to be really tough on a weekly basis to outperform those two wide receivers. Hopefully, whoever Nick's facing that week can make it up elsewhere, especially at the running back position. At wide receiver tight end, Sam going with Juju Smith-Schuster against the Chargers. Nick going with Michael Pittman against the Jaguars. Really excited for Pittman's production in last week's game against the Texans. Started out really slow there. The entire Colts offense looked just horrific there to start the game. Only scoring three points, I believe, until the fourth quarter. But Pittman definitely got his in the fourth. Finished with a very solid game. Going to stick with him. Give the nod here to Michael Pittman. At the tight end position, Sam currently has George Kittle in his lineup against the Seahawks. I'm not so sure he's going to play. I think he tried to practice today and tweaked his groin injury again. Uh, really unfortunate. Kittle just been battling soft tissue injuries the past two seasons. Really sad. He's a great player. Solid tight end. Definitely a top three tight end when he's actually healthy, but really unfortunate to start the season this way. I imagine Sam's going to be looking elsewhere for a tight end. On his bench, he does have David Njoku for the Cleveland Browns. They take on the Jets. I would think that's a he didn't really perform too well last week against the Panthers, but I think this could be a bounce-back week for him going against the Jets. Nick having Dalton Schultz on the other side here against the Bengals. With Dak being out for at least the next four weeks, I am going to take whoever Sam takes in this matchup, George Kittle or David Njoku. I think they will both outperform Dalton Schultz in this matchup, whoever Sam decides to start. At the flex position, we have Najee Harris facing the Patriots for Sam and Chase Edmonds facing the Ravens for Nick. I am going to give the nod here to Chase Edmonds on Nick's team. He looked like he was the number one dog. He was catching passes in the backfield, doing screens, of course, running the ball. It's, he seems to have the upper hand over Raheem Mostert. Najee Harris, he came up limping a little bit on towards the end of the game last week against the Bengals. And uh, they, they are claiming that it's not a significant injury, but I am definitely raising an eyebrow at that comment. He looked in like he was in severe pain. I'm not so sure. Going to give the nod here to Chase Edmonds. At the defense special teams position, Sam rolling with the hometown team again. The Patriots against Pittsburgh always plays them well. That's one of my most enjoyable games to watch when they get to play each other. Patriots against the Steelers. It's always electric. Both defenses come to play in this game, so excited for that one. 
Nick going with the Colts against the Jaguars. I am going to go with the Patriots in this matchup just because this is always a very defensive game, especially in Pittsburgh. Not here to the Patriots. ESPN is projecting a five-point victory for Nick, and I am siding with that this week. Nick to win against Sam. Moving on to the next matchup, we have Mac, Daddy, and Hannah taking on. This really is Kayla. ESPN has Kayla a 135 to 133 victory this week. Quarterback position, Hannah going with Jalen Hurts, who excellent performance for him last week against the Detroit Lions. He was getting to the outside. He was running the ball, finding A.J. Brown multiple times. Really excited for him this year. He should continue this against the Vikings. Kayla going with Kyler Murray against the Raiders. Going to side here with Jalen Hurts. I just think his rushing production is going to be substantial against the Vikings this week. And with the Vikings' high-powered offense, I think the Eagles will be playing from behind. Hurts is going to have to sling it, and he's going to have to run it. Advantage here to Hurts. At running back, Keenan is going with Austin Eckler against the Chiefs and Leonard Fournette against the Saints. Leonard Fournette came up with an injury there towards the end of the game against the Cowboys. It's kind of just being chalked up to nothing serious. But again, I'm not not too sure. Uh, if he does play against the Saints, they got gashed by Cordero Patterson last week. Leonard Fournette can certainly do the same here. Kayla going with Christian McCaffrey against the Giants and Antonio Gibson against the Lions. I am going to give a split advantage here. Christian McCaffrey over Austin Eckler and Leonard Fournette, assuming he plays over Antonio Gibson. At wide receiver, Hannah going DK Metcalf against the 49ers and Jacoby Myers against the Steelers. Kayla going with DJ Moore against the Giants and Marvin Jones against the Colts. Going to give both advantages here to Hannah. At wide receiver tight end, Hannah going with Amon Ross St. Brown against the Commanders. Kayla going Brandon Cooks against Denver. I am going to go with Brandon Cooks here. Moving on to the tight end, Hannah going with Darren Waller against the Cardinals. Kayla going Pat Fryermuth against the Patriots. This should be a very close tight end matchup. I'm going to lean Darren Waller slightly just because the Cardinals have a worse defense than the New England Patriots. At the flex position, Hannah going with A.J. Brown against the Bears. Kayla going T. Higgins against the Cowboys. T. Higgins came up with a concussion last week. He was knocked out of the game. I did I did that. That was not on purpose. I'm sorry, T. Higgins to have said that you got knocked out of the game with a concussion. T. Higgins has to pass the concussion protocol in order to play this week. Certainly keep an eye on those reports. It's probably pretty close to Sunday when they play, whether he's going to be in or out passes the protocols. So certainly be looking at someone on your bench to replace him should he not clear the protocols. And finally, at defense special teams, Hannah still having faith in the Saints' defense even after last week's performance. They take on the Buccaneers. Kayla going with the Cowboys' defense against the Bengals. Going to give the advantage here to the Cowboys. ESPN has this line set at Kayla minus two. I am going to take the upset in this victory, Hannah, to defeat Kayla. 
And for our final matchup of the week, we have another one bites the dust in Troy taking on just a better gaming chair in Jake. ESPN has a 132 to 123 victory for Troy. At the quarterback position, Troy rolling again with Joe Burrow against Dallas. Jake going with Derek Carr against the Cardinals. So far, Derek Carr likes Devonta Adams being on his team. He hyper-targeted him, targeted him last week. Probably going to do the same against that Arizona defense. However, Joe Burrow is just better. He, he's just better. Got to give the advantage to Joe Burrow. At the running back position, Troy going Javonta Adams against Houston and Nick Chubb against the Jets. Jake going with DeAndre Swift against the Commanders and Aaron Jones against the Bears. Going to give both running backs advantage here to Troy. At the wide receiver position, Troy going with Jamar Chase against the Cowboys to stack here. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase against the Cowboys. And Debo Samuel against the Seahawks. Jake going Terry McLaurin against the Lions and Mike Williams against the Chiefs. Really underwhelming performance here from Mike Williams last week. However, with Keenan Allen being injured, I do think this is Mike Williams' week. If Mike Williams does not perform here this week against the Chiefs, I'm going to be very concerned and also very disappointed as I had him in quite a few places this year. I really thought this was going to be his year to break out. So I do think he's going to have a big, big week here. Going to give a split split advantage at wide receiver. Jamar Chase for Troy and Mike Williams for Jake. At the wide receiver tight end position, Troy going with Jerry Judy against the Texans and Jake going Darnell Mooney against the Packers. The one thing I'll say against uh, for all the Chicago offensive players, and I'll say the same for the 49ers players, I'm sure you guys all saw the monsoon that the Bears and Niners are playing in last week. If a player on your team is a Bear or a 49ers and you are disappointed in their performance last week, don't be. That that was just horrific. I just write off really all fantasy performances in that game. There's nothing to take away from the game. Uh, I do think Darnell Mooney is a good start here. However, Jerry Judy against the Texans, juicy matchup advantage here to Troy. At the tight end position, Dawson Knox against the Titans. Jake going with Mike Gesicki against the Ravens. Going to give the advantage here to Dawson Knox against the Titans. At the flex position, Troy going Ramondre Stevenson against the Steelers. Jake going Damian Harris against the Steelers. Oh, that is exciting. I love that. Who is going to get the passing work? Who's going to get those goal line touches? That's really what's going to decide this flex matchup here today. I am going to lean here, Ramondre Stevenson, with Ty Montgomery going to IR. I think Stevenson's going to become the goal line back and also the primary pass catching back. Going to give advantage here to Troy's Ramondre Stevenson. Defense special teams. The Bills defense taking on the Titans. Jake going with the Ravens against Miami. I'm going to side with the Bills defense. They looked great last week against the Rams, who were supposed to be high-powered. The Titans, they did not look very good. Coming off the number one seed in the AFC last season, they just do not look as good as they did before. The Bills should eat in this matchup. Advantage Bills. ESPN projecting a nine-point victory for Troy. 
I am going with the upset. Jake getting his first victory here of the season. And lastly, we move on to the week two power rankings. Quite a few movers this week. At number 10, we are going with STST moving back in the rankings from number nine. ESPN has you at number eight. At number nine, we are going with just a better gaming chair and Jake moving all the way back to nine from four. Although ESPN has you at 10. So at least I'm giving you a little more credit than ESPN is. At number eight, going with I only take L's and Derek. Moving on back from number six last week. ESPN has you at number nine. So hey, once again, giving you a little more credit than ESPN. But at number seven, we have the commissioner. Moving back from number five, ESPN does have me at number five. I think they're they're full of it. My team's not a number five team, number seven team. <laughs> at number six, this really is Kayla moving up from number seven. And ESPN has you at number seven. At number five, moving all the way up from the number 10 last week is Sky's the Limit. ESPN has you at number three. You had a humongous week last week, scoring 220-something points. I'm not ready to fully commit, but do it again this week, and you'll certainly be top three. Nick coming in at number five. At number four, we have the Don moving up four spots from the number eight spot. ESPN has you at number one. Similar, Similarly to Nick, you're moving up. I still don't have the confidence quite yet. Do it one more time, and you'll probably be top two there, Joey. At number three is Mac Daddy who did not change from last week. ESPN has you at number four, giving you a little more credit there than ESPN. And at number two and number one, no changes since last week. At number two is Troy with another one bites the dust. ESPN has you at number six, giving you quite a bit more credit than ESPN has given you. And, of course, number one with Chandler. Justin Jefferson is going to put you in a backpack this week and for the rest of the season Chandler you got the number one slot for the second week in a row ESPN has you at number two thank you all for joining me for this week's episode of Buff Chicks and Panic Fix check back next week where we recap week two and preview week three cheers cheers